I do want to welcome all of our locations today. We are one church in five different locations and excited about Easter and celebrating our Savior today. And I want to talk to you about the blood. Everybody say blood. Yeah, I don't like blood. I just, I don't like it at all. Blood makes me queasy. It just, it, I don't like to have an elbow scrape. I don't like to see a nose bleed. I don't want to see one of my children stump their toe and they start bleeding. I don't like, anybody else besides me don't like blood. I, I just don't like blood. I just, I'm kind of one of those folks going to hospitals. I just get queasy. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm going to pass out. You know, I just, I just don't like blood. Matter of fact, I, uh, my, my wife, her grandfather, it was so serious. He got, he got kicked in the head by a horse in, in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. So, so we, we, we went to Rice Lake and we were just newly married and, and we showed up to Rice Lake and a newly married couple and, and all my wife's family's there trying to support her grandfather and be there for this tragic moment. And here I am as a new husband with my wife trying to be strong, trying to be tough, trying to be a great husband, trying to be a role model in front of all the family. You know, I'm trying to impress the family. You know what I'm saying? You know, newly married, Herbert's tough, he can, he can handle it. He drove his wife up and he's here for the family. And, and, and now I walk in the hospital room and I see her grandpa. And I got queasy. Knees start buckling. Start dry heaving, but nobody knew. You know what I'm saying? So, rawr, 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 rawr. so I excuse myself out the hospital room. And true story, I don't know what happened. I just know I woke up in a hospital bed and I had nurses around me. <laughs> Mr. Cooper, are you okay? You okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't do good with gory. I do not do good with blood. I do not like it, but blood is very important. We are alive today because blood is flowing through our body. Our, our, body. Our, 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 our blood is very, very important. That's why when you and I go to the doctor, they, they, they draw blood when we go there for a physical or we go there because of, of some type of illness they'll draw our blood and then they send it off to do blood work and then a day or two or three later they the, the, the blood work will come back and it's amazing how much the doctor can tell you just from the blood work there's so much they know about what's happening on the inside of you from blood because blood is so powerful, it's, it's so important. That's why people donate blood. That's why we have blood transfusions because blood is so important to the human body. And just like blood is important to the human body and we have life because of blood, it's even more important to our spiritual life and to Eternity. You see, at the very center of the Easter story is blood. And I, I know this. I know this. I know talking about blood in church can be kind of weird. I know, too, you know, even if you, you, you may not be a follower of Jesus today and, and even singing about the blood of Jesus like we sang about a little earlier in the service, it can just be just be weird. You know, blood and the blood of Jesus, it can just be weird. But, but I want you to understand that blood is so important to the Easter story and is so important for people, you and I, to experience new life. 
And I, I want to take you to our, our theme verses today, just our key verses in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 11 and verse number 12. And I want you to hear what the Bible says about the blood of Jesus and its significance. It says in verse 11, so Christ has now become the high priest over all the good things that come. He has entered the that greater, more perfect tabernacle in heaven, which was not made by human hands and is not part of this created world. With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. And right here in these two verses, there is so much packed into those two verses about the power of Jesus's blood. And for the next few moments, I want to just show you some powerful truths about the blood of Christ. And here's why. Because I believe these truths can change your life today. And the first truth I want to point out to you from verse number 12 is this. It was personal. It was personal. Notice back in Hebrews 9 and verse 12, it says, with his own blood. Come on in every single location, everybody shout, own blood. Oh, you didn't shout. Come on, every location, everybody shout, own blood. That's so key. Jesus is talking about Jesus. With his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves. He entered the most holy place once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Jesus himself not a goat or a calf had to secure our redemption. He had to secure our salvation. You see, sin is a big deal. It separates people from God. And our sin creates a debt that you and I cannot pay. Every time we sin, the debt just increases and puts us further and further away from God. And the only way to come close to God, the only way to be made right with God is for our sin debt to be paid for. And so in the Old Testament, God set up a system for the people's sins to be covered by the blood of, of lambs and the blood of animals. They had to be sacrificed and their blood would cover the sin. But, but, but God saw that system and, and he, he, he said, I know this system is imperfect. I, I know this system has some imperfections to it. So when the right time came, God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, into the earth. And Jesus Christ paid our sin debt in full on the cross of Calvary. So, so the good news is we no longer have to sacrifice animals to be forgiven. And all the animals said amen. The, sh the, the, the sheep, yes. The animals are happy about this. Jesus sacrificed his own blood on the cross and he paid our sin debt in full. This is so key to understand. It had to be Jesus' blood. It couldn't be my blood. It couldn't be your blood. You see, Jesus is the only human being who has never sinned. And the, and the price for our sin required a perfect payment, a perfect sacrifice. And so Jesus' blood was the only blood that could cover our sin once and for all. Here's how Roman describes it in Romans chapter 3 and verse 25. It says, for God presented Jesus 
as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed. Notice it was personal. It was personal. Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. We are made right with God when we believe in Jesus. And let me tell you something. When we believe in Jesus, all of our sins are forgiven. Can I tell you, without the shedding of blood, Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22 says, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Jesus shed his blood so that our sins could be forgiven. Number two is this. Number two is this. So, so first of all, it was personal. First, in the old covenant, they, 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 they sacrificed animals uh, and their blood covered their sins. God said that's, the, that that's an imperfect system. And when the right time came, Jesus came and he himself gave his life and shed his blood so that we could be forgiven. Number two is this. It was permanent. It was permanent. Notice back in Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12, it says, with his own blood not the blood of goats and calves, and he entered the most holy place once, this is so key, once for all time and secured our redemption forever. Jesus' blood secured our redemption. He secured our forgiveness forever. Our forgiveness of sin was secured when Jesus died on that cross and rose again. And this is key to understand, under the old covenant, they had to sacrifice animals every single year so that the people could be forgiven of their sins. You see, the animal's blood only covered the people's past sin. It did not cover their future sin. So every single year, the high priest would go in to the most holy place, the tabernacle, and would have to sacrifice the animals again. The next year, and this day was called the Day of Atonement, they would have to take the animals back in and sacrifice the animals again it was the day of atonement matter of fact let me just share a verse with you about the day of atonement in Leviticus chapter 16 verse 34 it says this is to be a lasting ordinance for you atonement is to be made once a year for all the sins of the Israelites and it was done as the Lord commanded Moses. So every year, the priest had to sacrifice the animals on the Day of Atonement so the people's past sins, not future, their past sins could be forgiven. And I'm telling you, if I lived back in those days, I would have had the Day of Atonement written down on my calendar. I'd have highlighted it, starred it, underlined it, circled it, because I commit so much sin. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I, I, I've messed up so much, I want to know when the Day of Atonement is. I don't want to miss the Day of Atonement. I want my wife to remind me, my kids to remind me, my friends to remind me. Matter of fact, I'm going to raise my own lambs just to make sure the priest got enough. I don't want to miss that Day of Atonement. That's the day my sins will be washed away. But, but, but Jesus, 
was a perfect sacrifice for our sins. He, he does not have to be sacrificed over and over again. You see, when Jesus, the Son of God, the one who never sinned, when he paid the price for our sins on the cross, listen, his blood not only covers our past sins, but covers our present sins and covers our future sins. His blood is permanent. Listen, we don't have to now wait for the Day of Atonement. You see, the great thing about Jesus and, and Easter and the resurrection is now we can come to Jesus once. We, we can come at any moment for salvations. Our sins can be forgiven and we can become a child of God. Let me tell you what I'm saying is you don't have to wait for, sur, from sur, for, some, for, for some certain day of the week to give your life to Jesus. You don't have to wait for some certain time of the day to ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You don't have to wait for some high priest to go sacrifice an animal so that you can be made right with God and come close to God. No, Jesus died for all of us once on that cross. His blood was shed. He got up on the third day at any moment, at any time, in your car, in your bathroom, at work, at home, in the living room, at church. You can say yes to Jesus. Jesus. Oh, it's great news that at any moment you can give your life to Jesus because he died on that cross. It was permanent. It's great news. Number three is this. I want you to see a, a third thing. Number one, you need to understand it was personal, his own blood. Number two, it was permanent once for all time, Hebrews 9, 12 says. Number three, number three is this, it was powerful. It was powerful. When we read about how under the old covenant they had to sacrifice the blood of animals so the people's sins can, could be forgiven. And then we read about how under the new covenant that, that Jesus' blood can cover all of our sins. If we're honest with one another, it just sounds weird. And especially if, you know, you don't, you don't know the Lord, you, know, you don't come to church very often, you're just like, man, that just stuff sounds weird. The blood of animals covered their sin. The blood of Jesus covers my sin. Really? I don't understand that. Preacher, that does not make any sense at all that somebody's blood can cover all my mistakes and all my failures. But how many of you would agree with me that there are a lot of things in life that are weird and we don't understand them exactly, but we know that they work? A lot of things in life. I don't know exactly how that works. I don't understand it, but I do know it works. Like, I don't understand how airplanes work. I'm not an engineer. I don't understand how you can wake up in one country and get on a plane and go to bed in another country. I don't understand how you can just crisscross. It does not make any sense to me, but I know it works. I don't understand how the earth orbits around the sun. And scientists say if the earth gets too close to the sun, we will die. If it gets too far away from the sun, we will freeze and we will die. But somehow in God's sovereignty, he set it up that the earth would orbit around the sun and we've got different seasons, spring and summer and fall and winter. I don't understand it, but I know it works. Let me tell you, I'm just a country boy from we woke up. I don't understand how a brown cow eats green grass and produces white milk. I don't get it. 
but I like ice cream and cheese. I know it works. I don't understand how email and Wi-Fi and the internet happens. I don't understand it, but I know it works. I don't understand texting. I remember when people were calling me, talking about Herbert. Man, why are you ignoring me? Are you mad at me? You're not responding to my text. I'm like, what are texts? <laughs> we sent you a message. We typed it up. Huh? And I remember when I got texting, I was blown away that I could type up a message, hit send, and the other person would have it within seconds. I could take a picture or send an emoji <laughs> and, and hit send. And somebody would have it in a matter of seconds. I don't understand it. But I know it works. I don't understand how you can FaceTime with somebody. You can call somebody right now in China and you can FaceTime. They can see you and you can see them and you can have a conversation on your phone. I don't understand how it works, but I know it works. I don't understand social media. I don't understand how Facebook, Instagram, I don't understand how Twitter and other social media platforms work, but I know that they work. I don't understand online banking. I don't understand it, but I get paid through direct deposit. I don't understand it. I pay my bills online, on the computer. I said several years ago, I would never do that, but I do. I don't understand. I actually tithe and give to the church online. I don't understand it. Some of you are like, oh no, pastor, that's of the devil. I will never do that. Like I write checks for everything. It's not of the devil. You just don't understand it. That's your problem. But I can tell you it works. Listen, I today pre-ordered my Starbucks drink from my home on my phone. Told the stinking phone what store I want to go to. I ordered my drink. I went to the store. Shazam! They had my drink sitting there and my name was on it! What? Is this the Jetson era? What are we living in? I don't understand it, but I know it works. How many of you with children ever had your children write, put crayon on your walls? You know what I'm talking about. And you thought that stuff was going in when they were little kids. Now you got teenagers and now you still got dark marks all over your wall. You know what I'm talking about. And they got these things called magic erasers and I don't understand them, but you can take that magic eraser, wet a little bit, you can wipe across your wall and the crayon will come off. I don't know who designed that, but you are my friend. I don't understand it, but I know it works. All of those things to me are weird. I don't get them. I don't quite understand how they exactly work, but I know that they work. And I don't understand how a man named Jesus was half man, 100% man and 100% God, how he died on a cross and the blood that is shed, how it covers my sin. I do not understand it, but I know it works. I know that I know that I know that it works because at the age of 13, I was sexually abused. I was lost. I was confused. I was hurting. I spiraled into addiction. I was angry. I was bitter. I was living wild. 
and I walked into a football locker room and we woke up, Oklahoma. And that night in that football locker room, I went in confused, broken, addicted, and lost. And that night, I simply said yes to Jesus and to his blood and to his forgiveness. I trusted him. I cannot explain it to you, but I know it works. Because all I know as I walked out of that locker room with the weight off my shoulders, all I know is God began to heal my broken, shattered heart. All I know is that Jesus set me free from my addictions. All I know is I am a different person today. I don't understand it all, but all I know is it works and Jesus Christ changed my life. I stand before you today preaching God's word today because it works. And there are millions and millions and millions of people all around the world that have the same story as me. They don't understand it all, but they surrendered their life to this man named Jesus, this God, this God in heaven. And all they know is their life has been changed. And there have been thousands of people in our church, thousands that have this same story, that they said yes to Jesus, to his blood to what he did on that cross, and their life has been forever changed. I want to share some of those stories with you for a few moments today. These are real people in our church. These are not actors. These are real people with real stories, most of them very recent, that have happened in our church. And all I know is it's worked for them. Check out the stories of these people. I have always been an introvert. It wasn't until I found myself unexpectedly divorced and raising two small kids on my own that I realized something was missing. I had no community and severe depression began to overwhelm me. Pastor Herbert mentioned finding a small group and I was so desperate for a change that I took the leap. At first, I was scared to open up, but as I studied the Bible with the ladies in my group, we learned about God's amazing grace and love together. Being part of my small group truly changed the trajectory of my life. All I know is I am loved. So I was living my childhood dream of playing football in college, but between all the things that I was juggling at the time, I really felt like I was just walking around campus with like 500 pounds on my back. I lost track of who I was and just really spiraled down to drug and alcohol addiction and just meaningless sex, really. I can remember being high and just asking God, like, why? Like, why am I doing this to myself? And a friend had actually invited me shortly after that to People's Church. And from the moment that I walked in here, I just felt God drawing me back to Him week after week. I was lost, but all in and out is I have purpose again. Walk and wash away the guilty stains After all the wrong I've done 
always felt unsettled. I wasn't close to my parents and I had a really bad attitude. Things hit an all-time low when a guy I thought I could trust betrayed me. Then I was invited to Epic Youth and I kept coming back. The leaders cared for me. They helped me change my mentality, learn to let go and forgive. I decided to give my all to God. I have a picture of me being baptized in my bedroom with the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Before, I wanted my life to be so different, but I didn't know how. And all I know is, I have been made new. I was bound in sexual sin, but I didn't realize how serious it was. When my addiction was discovered, it caused my wife tremendous pain, and I was scared I was going to lose my marriage. I rededicated my life to Christ and came to People's Church for the very first time and I was baptized that day. See my wife there, and seeing her tears and her joy, and just, like I say, it's, it's a peace that I haven't, I hadn't felt in years prior to that, I would say. And it's something I'll never forget. It was during growth track that I heard about small groups. Through studying the Bible daily and the encouragement of my group, I'm now walking in freedom from my addiction. God put the pieces of my marriage back together and all I know is now I'm healed. Who can lift me from my lowest place? After all my shame, my time. I've been held down by the same old chain. I could never overcome what could For the last several years, my husband struggled with addiction to pain medication. When he died last August after a heart attack from complications, I was just completely lost, 45 and starting over. I have always tried to control everything in my life, but I didn't know how to fix this pain. In January, a friend invited me to People's Church. The peace and support I felt helped me decide to dedicate my life to God. One of the things I had really struggled with since my husband died was not knowing my purpose. I went to Growth Track, which helped me discover my purpose again. I got baptized and now I serve on the Dream Team. I couldn't fix my pain, so I thought my future was hopeless. All I know is I have hope again. Everything I've ever done, every lie, I've ever told every dirty thing done in secret. God nailed it to the cross. He did it for them. He did it for me. And I know he'll do it for you. If you need freedom from your shame, freedom from your change, will you leave it at the cross today? Come on, will you sing this out with us? Say, on that cross,
is what Easter is all about. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to earth. He hung on that cross. He shed his blood and one drop of blood can cover any sin that you've ever committed. And on the third day, this is what Easter is all about. Jesus got up from the grave with all power in his hands. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And Jesus is alive today. And he can forgive any sin that you've committed. Jesus is still changing lives that you just saw. His blood changed Christian's life and Chance's life and, and Jasmine and Rod and Christie's life and his blood can change your life today. There's power in the blood of Jesus. And I know some of you are thinking today, Pastor, I've committed too many, mis too many mistakes. I've committed too many sins. You don't know what I've done. You don't know the secrets. You don't know, you don't know the things I did last night, even today. You don't know how bad I've been. And I'm telling you, there's nothing that you've done that Jesus' blood can't cover. His blood is powerful and it will change your life. All I know is it works and all I know if you'll trust Jesus today all I know if you'll surrender to Jesus today all I know if you'll take your sin and your shame and your mistakes and your failures and give them to Jesus he's going to give you a new heart today all I know is it works he's changed my life and Jesus will change yours you come to him just like you are with all of your stuff and all of your mess and his blood today is going to cover you and change you it's personal it's permanent and it's powerful